Dub mm-hmm. Nation, we back. <laughs> How you we excited? Going? How you excited that this ain't be your team though? What you mean? Every team your team. Nah, I, I roll with the winners. I think that's the new that's the new uh that's the new mantra for 2018. Oh my mama. If that was the case, then you would be a you would be a Drake fan. Oh no. You you going a little you going a little far. I mean, arguably <laughs> he the he the biggest winner. Hey man, listen, that nigga ain't no hooper, man. We we talking about ball, nigga. Uh, we just that does that that's, only that's that more statement important. only go with with basketball and sports? Yeah, no, nah, not with rappers. I'm no, nah, I got taste and shit. <laughs> you got taste. You gotta have your taste levels right. Yeah, man, you can't just. You can't just be listening to any and everything and putting that shit in your soul and no, nah, bro. I feel you. I feel you. So, I think we should just go on and get started, man. Um, welcome to episode four of Cooking with High Grease. We got some pretty interesting topics to get into today. And I think we're just going to jump right in. Uh, we were kind of talking about Drake before we made the intro to the podcast. So let's let's just really start there. Uh, I want to get your uh, first reaction kind of to Scorpion um, after being able to sit with it for, I guess, a few days now. Uh, what would be your kind of first reaction? I mean, it's straight. I ain't, I ain't really, I don't know, like... I don't really know what I was expecting from this shit. I I kind of wanted it to be good. I wanted to like it, rather. I don't know. I ain't really care if it was good by, like, numbers, standards, or no shit like that. I just wanted to like it personally. And I, I didn't. It was straight. It, I wouldn't, it wasn't trash. It's only, like, two songs on that shit that I, I like. <laughs> so, like... So, I mean, let me ask you this. Like, what... At this point, what do we expect from a from a Drake album? I don't know. Like, I'm what, not a Drake say, fan specifically. What what could what could he do to kind of get you in this corner as far as being rap? like, all right, well, I was fucking with that rap. Just rap is just all about rap. Do you want? Do we even want to hear his raps at this point? Well, I mean, what rap rap about? What? I don't, you don't you even know. Listen, I don't give a fuck. You don't even I listen don't to the lyrics. No, so. I don't. But I know he sounds way better rapping than he does. Oh, you singing. don't want to hear the singing Drake. Yeah, I don't like the hearing the singing Drake, and he does it all the fucking time. Like my favorite shit is the if you're reading this shit, when he was doing a whole bunch of rapping. That's like the only shit by him that I like. So he arguably I mean, was had Ghostwriters. Uh, in and throughout that joint. I don't. You don't really care about that. It was his voice. My favorite rapper is Kanye West. Well, it was. Well, we can get into that. It's it's titty man right now. Titty titty boy. Um, Listen, like, I don't care about none of that. I just don't. So that's me personally. So when I say I don't really know what I was looking for, because I know he wasn't going to just rap. Like, I knew he wasn't going to do that. So, like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I know I ain't going to like it. I don't like his voice. It don't matter what he say. So, that's how I feel. So, it's mainly, but it's mainly the fact that you don't like singing, singing Drake. And so, yeah. he decided, he decided to do like a, a A and B, like a double album 
Man, them shit really. But they, he was kind of singing and rapping on both, so I don't. Yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. Man, sure. He was doing the same shit on both. Like the beats was just more like mellow, I guess, on the B side, and the, the you know they was a little harder on the A side. So, I guess I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I was interested. I was, I thought I found it interesting that each decided to do a double album. I don't know really why he decided to do that. I see some talks. People are saying that well, he he did that number of tracks because it had something to do with like his business dealings and him him getting out of the uh, cash money contract. But I think I don't understand why he would decide to call like one side a rap side and one side like an R and B side when he's arguably been the person that do does the rapping and singing kind of blends those two things the best. And so I understand why he like trying to divide them out now and this is just i haven't even got into my like opinion on the album but i i just found it that he, that choice to be interesting i don't you know i don't necessarily understand it but we probably we won't probably ever know the real reason why he did that but i just found it interesting that he decided to do that especially like dividing the music out especially when he's been a, a person that you know does those things really well together he he brought that to us maybe somebody was doing it before him i don't know but he he ex- he perfected it yeah in a sense and so i think as far as my review of the album and you know before <laughs> before i really get into you're it you're doing good I know, bro you're doing good yeah, so far I know i'm trying i'm doing good but i don't i don't know maybe i would you know the drake stands to say that i didn't say some wrong up to this point but i want to start <laughs> off by just saying that <laughs> You know, I love Drake, man. Uh, I want to <laughs> I I see him uh, accomplish everything in life that he has set out to accomplish. <laughs> I just want to start off with that. You know, because you got to say that because they, you know, they're going to instantly say I'm a hater if I have any opinion. And the thing that, like, fuck with me, like, the most is that, bro, we all been, like, this is Drake. We've been all listening to Drake, you know, 10 years now, you know, at least, you know, so it, the fact that, like, I started off as a fan or, you know, I was really into his music in the earlier years, but they, people act like a lot of shit hasn't transpired from then into now. And because of the things that have transpired, those things are making me become like less of a fan or, or even just more critical of what's happening because I'm a fan of like music and hip hop first, you know, yeah. no, no one artist is bigger than those things. Yeah. And that's not to say that I'm stuck in my ways. I'm not like a hip hop historian or no shit like that, but it's certain things that I think I have a right to not be okay with, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, if, you know, if, like the stories about him not writing his own shit for me it now at this point, I don't really care about it. But for me, like when I be connecting with certain artists, you know, I believe them stories, I buy into them. And so, you know, if it's not your own words, it's just I don't listen to it the same no more. I have to listen to it with a different ear. You know, it's just, I, I shouldn't be as connected to it. I'm telling you, but, that's the way to go. Back up. But, so you got, you had that happen. And then you had the whole thing happen where, you know, we have to decide whether he really helping these up and coming artists or whether he's uh, like exploiting them in a sense. I think it's a both. I think it's a little bit of both. But when you see people like Drum, 
Like, you can't deny that he stole that hotline bling. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And he was talking about some shit like, oh, I was on some shit, you know, in, in Jamaica. Yeah, you know, the they got rhythms. the rhythms. They got mm-hmm. the rhythms and everybody take the rhythm and rap on it and put their own little style on it. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they okay. they do, but like, yeah, that was just, yeah. I mean, it was just this excuse. Yeah. I don't, we not, this is not Caribbean music, you know. Right. Or I didn't look at it as, as such. Maybe you can argue that that track was more of that style. But I mean, I, I think know. in that situation, like Drake just wanted to do like a version of that shit, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe Drake's smart enough to know how big he is, and that he was gonna take all that nigga shine. But maybe he didn't. I don't know. That's the only. That's the only fucking you know thing I can think of. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think so. I, I want to get right. I'm gonna get. I want to get back to that. But so I'm gonna get my review first. And then I want to get back to that that point, uh, kind of what we talking about the up and coming rappers and what he's trying to do. Uh, but as far as my review of the album, I listened to it. Um, I didn't listen to it the first day. People was mad. It's like the Drake fans was mad that I ain't listened to it. I said I wasn't gonna listen to it. They was mad that I didn't listen. And I don't <laughs> think you ain't listened to it till like Sunday or something. Yeah, they was mad. But um, after I listened to it and went through it. I made my own like cut of it. I'm gonna I'm call it the haters cut. The hater the, cut. The hater cut. And basically, I took it was eight tracks on there that I was like, yo, I listen to these again. It stinks. And so, and so I took eight tracks. I rearranged them how I like them, and I made it my own playlist that I downloaded that I will listen to it if I ever decide to listen to the project. <laughs> uh, but when I decide, I won't say if I ever decide to listen to it again. When I decide to listen to it, because I'm not gonna act like I, I won't listen. Um, but it's about eight songs on there that I was like, all right, I'm fucking with these. And so my question was, I mean, that's it's, it's just eight songs. I I don't know. I feel like it was a lot of like fat on the album. There's a lot of stuff that you you could have deal without. Like I feel like we had the time, or it's not even that's the time. What it happened. The whole month prior was people really being intentional about all the music that they put on the album. And so I think my ears had just kind of adjusted. Right. <laughs> you know, my ears had adjusted to like, you know, you think about like the albums that came out through the the whole good music thing. Mm-hmm. Everything was kind of like intentional. So they had to like not have any fat on there. Right. You know, it's just all songs that had, you know, they had to think really thoroughly about it. And I would say the other album that came out that I really fuck with, the uh, J-Rock album. They might did do that. It was what, like eighteen tracks on there, yep. somewhere along that, that line. Yeah. But I feel like all the music was really nah, good nah, on there. No, 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 no. It was uh, thirteen. Thirteen, thirteen. Okay, my bad. I got ahead of myself. So I'm it's thirteen just tracks. Agreeing with you, but I think, yeah, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Thirteen tracks. I feel like that's a reasonable amount. Yeah. Twenty-five is a lot. So thirteen tracks is like a reasonable amount. I think with thirteen tracks, you got the chance to have like a couple possibles on there. You know. You're going to get a solid lineup. You're going to be like, yo, these, they fit with the storyline and they fit with the whole theme of well, what we're doing. Let's leave them on there. People may skip them, but they may not. But when you got 25 tracks, you know, it's just it's just kind of, I don't know. I, I just felt like there was a lot. And so maybe people might listen to it and, you know, say, oh, I don't I mean, listen they to the A side. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's not a question. They might say, I only listen to the A side. I only listen to the B side. Or they'll do like I did. And I just kind of blended them together and said, these are the eight tracks that I care about. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was the goal. But, yeah, but my question, 
was, well, my question is that I'm posing is when, you know, as we had discussions with a few people, they were like, uh, well, this project is probably one of his worst projects. It's down at the bottom of the pack. They said, mm -hmm. and so my question to you is, you know, they couldn't answer this, but I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on it. Like, is Drake progressively getting worse? Like, if his last three projects are arguably at the bottom of the pack with, like, his first two before we even knew who he was, <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Is he progressively getting it? Is he progressively getting worse or better? Or do we care? Like, his, his nation what do we think of what about the music? Is, is it just a decline? I I feel like his next shit gonna be trash. I feel like this this gonna be the last one that you know that get is you know it's getting a little tepid right now. So the water kind of getting cool on him, and then the next one, the motherfucker just gonna underperform. That's that's how I feel. He might throw some. I'm pretty sure he's gonna throw a couple mixtapes in between, you know, but uh. I just feel like his next like real album, it might like do well and sell and shit, but I I feel like it's gonna underperform. Yeah, I think. Well, we, we, what you mean by underperform? We have to like that's a good segue into kind of something else that I want to talk about. But what you mean by underperform? I mean just by like I don't know, like he he definitely ain't gonna be breaking records and all this different type of shit like that, like. Uh, of course, he's going to always do numbers. I just don't think he's going to be doing the 300, stream, 300 million streams or whatever he's doing. And, like, he's he not going to be doing nowhere near that type of shit. So let's talk, let's talk about that. So I've seen the projection, and they, I think it's projected to do anywhere from 870,000 units to 920,000 units first week. Yeah. And if you look at the other – the landscape of everything that does come out, he's like – beating everything by a long shot. I think J. Cole did like 400. Yeah. Post Malone that did the most. He did like uh, close to 500, maybe a little over 500, give or take. Uh, I'm not sure. And Hove and Beyonce did like 120. Nas did like 80, you know. Yeah. Push it did like 70. So he like head and shoulders kind of above. But I think I don't know how much we can pay attention to the numbers in this in today's time, especially right now. When it's more of like a pivotal moment for um, like streaming companies. So if you got when this song come out, everybody they're using they using Drake as a way to build more momentum and, and get more pays pay users uh, subscribers on their platform. And so they they leveraging his um, his likeness to get more people to to pay for music. And so of course they they doing stuff. We seeing stuff that we ain't seen for no other artists. That they haven't did for for no other artists. If you looked at um Apple Music, they were sending out notifications. So everybody got a notification like to listen to Drake. So the moment it come out, you got four hundred million people between, you know, all these streaming apps. They yeah, I, I, to listen to the music. I, so, I had never seen that shit before. I mean, I saw it for uh, uh, the Carters, though. But they, but they put their stuff on the albums late, though. I mean, on the uh, streaming companies yeah. late. Like they, they it went on title first, and then it kind of like it was like just on Spotify, like a like a week ago, a, a few days ago, mm -hmm. and then it went on like Apple Music, and they've been kind of slow to release it to yeah. the platform. 
But when you got stuff like this happening, I feel well, like this is thing where you're doing exclusives. Exactly. But other people doing that when Drake, I feel like they utilize him. And then you seen the, the Spotify shit. Like they had this nigga on every every single playlist. He was like, <laughs> you scroll through the whole like bro, he was on the gospel playlist, bro. That's what I said, bro. It was unbelievable. They had him on the, the top song on the gospel playlist. That, like that's <laughs> so why. Like, how does that make sense? I don't even understand. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I don't know. That it, it is like the streams. It, yeah, it, it's weird. Like, they're clearly just <laughs> going all in on Drake, and he already got a crazy fan base anyway. And they're just the streaming shit. Yeah, that shit blew him. I ain't never think about it like that. That's crazy. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so the numbers. I think every time he come, I feel like he's setting the pace. For streaming, that's just this is just my perspective. No, nah, I don't agree with that, man. You hating, man? I can't but, even, I can't even agree with that, man. What you mean, bro? I'm just trying to like even it <laughs> he, out. He, he just said I'm hating. <laughs> I'm just trying but to I, even it up. No, like, but, but real shit, I feel like he's setting the pace for streaming. Like when views came out, it had like the highest number broke every record. But every shit that's coming out is breaking records. So you think about when views came out, it broke every record. And since then, his records have been broke. But you know, every release. Mm-hmm. You know, every pioneer release of is breaking new records. Yeah. But I feel like they utilize him to set a new like pace. Yeah. For uh, like the, the it, for like how streaming is gonna work, like the number how the numbers are gonna work. Right. Um, and so I don't know how much we should pay attention to that when I feel like that's the case. If you got he got a whole different engine behind him, right. like this is this is not this this is not hating at all. But it's to say that his likeness. His uh, statue, stature as a uh, artist, he is the most popular artist right now. His stature allows him to be able to get those engines behind him. What we didn't see is he he had the Apple Music exclusive, the kind of like partnership when Views came out. He didn't have. Now when this album came out, Spotify joined in, and so you will see these numbers kind of get inflated. Um, and so I think the interesting thing that, to watch is going to be how like every can everybody else hit these numbers now? Because you remember, like, it was nothing for niggas to hit uh, a million sales. Like, Wayne was the first nigga, like, a million in a week when it was just CDs. Exactly. But you wonder why, like, arguably people are listening to much more music. Like, more people have access to music than even with the CDs. And so how is niggas just doing 200,000? And it's because of streaming, like, 1,500 stream, 1,500 streams equal one album sale. Like, where did they get this number from? Yeah, but we gonna I see a lot of the new ones. They, when I heard the new numbers, uh, well, Billboard started counting like twelve hundred now, like twelve seventy five or something like yeah. that. But where are they getting these numbers? And so I think a lot of a lot of this stuff is gonna start to change. And I just feel like they use this likeness to set the pace for streaming. And so now it's obviously more people are gonna start paying for streaming apps. Uh, more people gonna have access to the music. Therefore, the numbers are gonna continue to go up. So it's not. I think other people will be able to hit these numbers too, but yeah. I do think that he's getting the the benefit or he's benefiting from what's happening in the streaming age and them trying to kind of grow, grow with grow um in this new age. Um but that's I just thought that, that was that was a lot of interesting things to kind of like kind of unpack. And the other point that I wanted to get back to and that you was talking about, but I wanted to kind of hear your thoughts on like um, him putting on up and coming rappers or artists. You know, he's doing that, but I like I said, I feel like 
they're benefit they're benefiting and he's benefiting too equally. It's it's what kept it was it's what keeps him relevant, it's what helps him expand to new audiences. It's arguably why he's as big as he, he is, because he's doing that um and it's allowing him to expand his his uh sound. And we had a different we had an interesting conversation about sound too that I that I wanted to talk about. I was saying that um is so for me, I think it's hard to imagine that like he don't know that he's big enough to to where you know when he um, puts out this song that's pretty much a version of a song that's not as big, you know what I'm saying? That ain't got that yeah. much buzz. That his song is gonna take over and overshadow, you know what exactly. I'm saying? And the other dude might not get as much credit. And he, I don't think Drake meant nothing by it. I don't but that's what I'm saying it's kind of hard to imagine that he don't know that the, that just that that's what's gonna happen so like I can understand why drone was pissed off but at the same time I wouldn't have never knew who the fuck drone was so I mean if I'm the artist that that happens to like I've I don't know I feel like I would be mad but like I I just got to make the best of it now. Like, I got this this attention because this nigga fucking jacked my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really, you know, I don't really think it's that big of a deal t- to where, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's, 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 it seems like it's like two types of artists in this in this whole thing. So you got people like Drum and XXXTentacion uh, who I think he clearly t- took something away from, but he didn't actually... Uh, give anything back to them. Like he didn't like actually feature them on the song or put them on the song or none of that. Like he just kind of borrowed from their sound. And then you have other people like Twenty One Savage or Block Boy JB or you know Georgia Smith. Or, we got we got it's a number of examples. Man, you know what? I got a theory. No, I don't have a theory. You know, yesterday I was at the Holbrook's estate <laughs> and. uh Demetra said, "Well, she dropped some nod. She she dropped a little nugget on me that made me think. Little extension was about to get Drake the fuck up out of here, bro. I feel like X's project is better than his uh question mark project. Yeah, is much better. Yeah, me than too. Scorpion, me too. And she was listening to some of that shit because she had. I mean, she had heard a couple of songs, but like." I was kind of showing her through some more of that album. And, like, she just said, like, he was about to get X up out of here. Yeah, but I think Drake he killed just, that he just a different. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he's just a different type of artist. Like, you can really feel his music. And I think that's when you start to see that, like, the impact that he has, because people get, you know, people can just feel his music at a different level, I think, man. He, he did some stuff for, like, mental health and you know, that we hadn't seen. You know, he made it okay to, like, have this. We we talked, I think, one of the podcasts we might have talked about, like, the mental health rap, yeah. you know. Um, he I think he kind of, like, pioneered. I feel like Cuddy had did some stuff a while back, but it still was kind of, like, taboo to talk about it at that point. They was like, yo, this nigga, whoop, this nigga bugging. But with X, he kind of made that popular. He was kind of the leader of, I think, bringing that, bringing that kind of, like, subject matter to the forefront. I think that Drake pays a lot of attention to what people say, and I, I think that that's what he did on the More Life Project. 
I was talking to somebody and I was like, I feel like on More Life, he was, it was a compilation album of sorts. He was trying to make himself a platform. Basically, I feel like he was trying to make it okay to do these, the things that he was doing. And so basically, he went in and he made uh, himself a platform. He brought everybody else's in and they sounds and stuff like that. And he featured himself. It was like everybody featuring Drake, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was kind of a, a miss, though, because people call it, you know, he, they called it a playlist. They ain't even counting this shit as an album because he didn't. He said it was more of a playlist. He didn't want to call it an album, but it, it was technically an album. But I don't know. I think my my thoughts is that he has benefited greatly from doing that. We haven't seen anybody be able to like adopt these sounds and like execute, like adopting the new sound the way we have seen Drake be able to do it. But I think it's also part of why you, you admit why he missed on this project because he's trying to like service and make too many people happy. His fan base has become so broad because he's adopted all these different sounds that he has, he can't just be, <laughs> he can't do one thing anymore. He got to try to do so many things to appease his fan base. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of corny as an artist. Me and Matt was talking about that shit yesterday. I think he don't got no choice. He got yeah. to make all that, different, all that different type of music because, you know, that's what a that's what a bread come in at. I think that's corny, but I mean it is what it is. Um the album was exactly like I expected it to be. Uh I think Drake putting on a lot of different artists by just you know, and staying relevant at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how long he can keep doing it, but like I said, I personally think his next album is gonna underperform because niggas is getting tired of that shit and it's starting now. And his next album probably is a year away and a year is a long time. It yeah, might bro. be two years knowing him. I definitely think I definitely think people are getting tired of it because his subject matter is not changing. And maybe <coughs> you'll see some changes now because he got a kid and you know maybe he hasn't made enough enough things haven't happened in his life for us to get a new version of Drake. He's still talking about he got seven more years to do or do what he wants, you know. Man, and, and him doing what he wants basically gets us the same music. I was saying that you know he's been um, arguably a super like emotionally and savvy, emotionally intelligent, like um, creative since we first kind of was introduced to him. But he's still telling these same stories, you know. And it's like okay, I've heard all this before. You just finding a new way to say it, if you will. That's thirty minutes on Drake. I'm tired of talking about this. Last <laughs> minute, well, let, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the features though. So, what about the features? How did you feel about? Did you did you did you like the the whole feature? On Man, the album? I nope. I didn't like none of these albums, bro. <laughs> I like one song on this shit. Which like, song? Hold on. So you said two of them. What what two songs did you like? I like the joint. Okay, so one joint caught me off guard, and this is like proves my I don't listen to the words theory. Because the song, um, That's How You Feel, I didn't even realize he was singing on that joint until I heard it. Like, that's my that's my favorite track on the album. Yeah. So, like, one, the beat, once I heard the beat, it's like, that's one of my favorite beats, too. And so, once I heard the beat, I was almost, I was like, I'm sold, or whatever, as long as he don't fuck this up, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, I was just listening to the beat, 
And I didn't pay attention again until he started with the hook or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever, however it go. And I was just like, oh, this shit tight. And yeah. then, you know, the Nikki sample came in, you know, he put her ass right back up. He put her ass on a beautiful platform. Like, that shit was dope as fuck. Yeah. I, I think that was, that was definitely ex- executed perfectly, bro. Yeah. Uh, that was my favorite. Like, that was the only one, as soon as I heard it, like, I had listened to all of it. And that was the only one, as soon as I heard it, I, like, made, I started making my version, like, the hater cut. Soon as I heard that one, yeah. like, all right, maybe you set her up perfectly, and she gave me Douglas right the fuck out that bitch. <laughs> Why she yeah. jumping that girl DM like that, bro? I don't know, bro. She she tripping. She mad but, insecure, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because that that whole comment that whole comment wasn't even that bad. It wasn't. And, it was and true. She just she was just like what the what the girl say. She said she's about to be forty. I want to hear some more like mature content from her, not just a whole bunch of like. You know, wild yeah. shit, you know. Uh, and so I think that that's fair, you know. She said, it, for people that, like, listen to the music, they I feel like that's the same thing we saying. Like, I want to grow with Talk about, you know, talk about something different, you know, something that with some substance to it that we can, like, really grow and learn from. Yeah, for and, but she she went, she went. Super hot. Like, crazy. And they said that the chick, she was working in there, Karen Silva, she lost her job. For real. That's what they said. I don't know if that's true, but that's that was what I heard. Yeah, that's crazy. But, you know, so. um, so none of the features, the Michael Jackson, you know, they people would just be like, "Yo, the nigga got Michael Jackson on there, like a song, an unreleased sample from Michael Jackson." You know, um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the weekend would have been better served for that for that particular sound that he was going for. Yeah, uh, I see. That's one of them songs that. Like it, it sound like I'm a Drake hater. I, I guess I am by a, a society standards, but <laughs> um, I think I would like that song if it was somebody other than Drake and Michael Jackson. Yeah, like um, I think yeah, Weekend. I don't know. I don't like Weekend either. So no. uh, I guess replace him with somebody that would fucking sound good to me, and somebody else that would sound good to me. Could have did the dream. Yeah, dream. But the dream, but the dream oh, I think they're they, they not gonna work with each other. But they ass. had Ty, they had Tyler Dolla Sign on a, a couple, a couple throw his ass on another one. You keep throwing them on there. You yeah. can't really, you can't really miss if you yeah. let Tyler. Yeah, Dolla yeah. Dolla just keep keep throwing his ass on another. One. Keep keep singing to his throat fall out. <laughs> I was then. That's kind of like the next thing that I wanted to go into is like Ty Dolla Sign. Have we ever seen a better like feature run? From an R and B artist, I don't know. Or, I don't, pe- I, or period, I don't know. I'm not gonna answer this. Uh, Stamicha beat my ass. I say something wrong. Well, I, it so, don't even have to be R and B. It's just period. You know. Uh, I think Two Chains had a crazy run. I mean, you probably Wayne, go against him. Wayne, Wayne had, had a crazy run. Yeah, like he, he had like a like hundred plus features. Yeah, in a, in a year. So I mean, nothing topping that. And well, then I, I, think, I think Two Chains, Two Chains is up there, definitely. Uh, but yeah, nah, this crazy. So would he be on the feature on the the feature Mount Rushmore? Oh hell yeah, Ty Dollar Sign. I think I, along with Nate, who else? Nate Dog. <laughs> so in my in my lifetime, like I'm I'm gonna have to put him above Nate Dog just because fuck it, like this my it's my lifetime. Nate Dog kind of did did his dirty work before before my time. Yeah, um, I, I I definitely I definitely would uh. 
But Nadal Cole, I don't want to take yeah. that and say that I don't like him, but I just prefer Ty Dollar Sign. Uh, and then, shit, I take Ty Dollar Sign, Two Chains, Wayne, and I don't really know who else off the top of my head. I th- we are, he just can't miss, man. You thought he been and he been doing this for a minute. It ain't really just this year. Yeah, he just. But nah, it's been something crazy. He execute flawlessly on oh, every oh, every. Joint. I would say he need to go and sign the good music, man, because they sound so good, bro. But like, I don't know, man. I'm kind of falling off this good music wagon, man. But, Who is he signed to? Uh, he Taylor Gang, nigga. Oh, Taylor Gang, yeah, yeah. I forgot that he is on that Taylor Gang is scooping up. Wow, nah, he been he Weird. been Taylor Gang for uh, for a little minute now. Well, um, so let's moving on. Um, T, we want to talk about Tiana Taylor's album. Uh, how, how did you feel about it? You got you know your thoughts on it? I mean, I like that shit. We ain't talking about that shit last week. Nah, because it hadn't come, it hadn't came out. I don't believe. Uh, I thought it did, but yeah, that shit was hard. I liked it. Uh, it got some of the best beats on there to me. Uh, I feel like that No Manners beat is one of the best out of all of them. Uh, yeah, I like, I liked it. Uh, the sequ- the sequencing was was trash. Um, that's my only. How complaint. much? Well, how much do the, that do you contribute to her saying that like? The album is really unfinished, and we're supposed to be getting a new version at any moment now. According uh, to her, she she don't know if it's ever happening. I don't. I think uh, they they not really in cahoots right now, so I'm not sure what's cracking with good said, music. Yeah, she said a lot of this shit could. A lot of the samples didn't get cleared. A lot of the stuff that she used didn't get cleared. So it was like hooks missing. It was like bridges missing. Yeah. It was like verses missing. And so I don't know how much of that would contribute to it uh, feeling incomplete. Uh, incomplete or feeling that's like exactly why. the sequencing was a little a little bit off. Now I don't know you about the sequencing. I mean, I don't see what samples have to do with the sequencing. You still can put this shit in order, but like yeah. I think, I mean, it was definitely missing. Um, Kanye just put it out. I think Kanye put it out. You know, not wanting to miss no no day. I didn't. I think he wanted to put everything out when he said it was gonna come out. And you know, regardless if it was the the total finished product, he decided that he was gonna do as much as he could in the time that he could, and just put it out so he didn't miss no date. I think that was more important to him. And um, yeah. you know, it, it it's kind of fucked up, really, because I think her shit, if her shit could have been better than what it was, because a lot of people, because I don't follow her on Instagram or or, or Twitter. Or nothing like that, but a lot of people saying like she went on Insta Live or whatever and had like way doper versions of uh Rose in Harlem and like with a Lauren Hill sample and yeah, those were like the original, those are like the original, versions yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, you know, they just went on and, and, and put it out and then they said they was gonna re release it and it still hasn't came out. So, like I said, I just Something's going on. Or, I mean, I feel like Kanye... I mean, well, Kanye's known for updating. He he known for, like, updating this shit. So, I, I wouldn't say that it won't happen. I think it may be more like a business thing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean getting the shit clear. Yeah. If they get it cleared, I, I would imagine that we go, we'll get an update. But I think she jumped out the window and was like, shit coming next week, you know? I don't know how fast... I mean, I think, I think, that's, what, how fast I think that's what they told her. 
And I, uh, yeah. I, and I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know for sure, but I feel like that's a situation where that's what they told her, or because did, did she say that herself, or was that just she said it on Big Boy? She was just like, "It's coming in a week." Oh, okay, but she didn't necessarily clarify if it was that somebody told her. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. She knew. I, mean, like, I don't she really. Say I don't. It. I mean, because at this point, that she has no control over that. So, like, why, why would she just say? Oh, it's coming in a week when she has no control. She's done. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. We're going to stay tuned on that because I think all in all, the project was solid. I like it. I mean, yeah, I like it. I listened to it. it. Was, I seen a lot of dudes, they, you know, every, every nigga was like, yo, that last track, they could have left that without. I mean, that shit hard to me. Yeah, that's what I said. Every nigga, because, you know, the subject matter, but I feel like that shit. For the moment in time, I feel like it songs work. That song works. Man, I, I feel don't like they're gonna be playing that at every little fucking. Yeah. yeah, the beat was hard. They're gonna be playing it at every little club. And That's a little version of Fade. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it's a video. I didn't really have a problem coming. Definitely. I feel like it made niggas feel weird though. So they, you know, niggas was automatically like, "Yo, she could have left that out." Uh, uh, what they <laughs> was they uh their masculinity is weak. Yeah, yeah. But we, yeah, you know, it's some of those lines. I, I like to be able to craft a, a complete statement on it. You know how people get to putting the words together on this shit. <laughs> but I, I ain't that. You know, my vocabulary ain't that expansive nah, at the moment. Nah, not, mine definitely not either. I was just be saying whatever. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Yay. Um, it was revealed that him and Chance the Rapper potentially have a seven track album coming P- how do we feel you. like that I mean, you don't even like chance the rapper so i, re- I should already know this <laughs> he said P- you. <laughs> god no so aside from that do we want more seven track albums from yeah albums no i would take like more one like more you seen the shit it said that he was talking about doing 52 like one every week <laughs> for the rest of the no, year no. i don't know where that shit came from <laughs> but i feel like that shit oh he should he should definitely not do that somebody needs to somebody needs to take his goddamn uh little mpc yeah, away no, he definitely need to sit down somewhere um nah i mean do we, i wouldn't be mad if he wanted to do one more album just depending on who who, 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 I'm who, not, who would you who would you want to hear more i from? mean two chains i would want to hear two chains, two chains or okay, okay. like rick ross rick ross that, or that like meek mill or some shit i don't know if he i don't know if i would want a meek mill um and Kanye project, but well, okay. Take me personally, I think I would because I don't like Rowdy Rowdy Body Body Meek Mill because it just it's yeah. too much for me. But I think he dope. Um, so maybe I don't know that should be different. But uh, that's like that's not that's farther down the list. This might be a, a stretch, but what about Hove? Uh, it's, yeah, it's a stretch, but that would be a hell of a hey. We we worked it out. Everything is love. It's a- <laughs> This a watch the throws. Too. Yeah, hey, seven. Yeah, that would be dope. In a perfect yeah, I, world, I, I like to listen to that. Yeah, I feel like that could, that could happen. It might not. Happen, it could. Yeah. What if? Like what if, if if that could happen? What if? Uh, I would like to hear a Solange Beyonce project. Yeah, but they had they have they ever did a track together that, uh, that's released? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, but I wouldn't know. I I like to hear that too. I, I don't know. I feel like. 
Solange is dope. She's super I'm, I'm duper jump, on that's why I was, I was gonna I was gonna jump out the window and be like, yeah, I like I like Solange better than I like Beyonce. Yeah, you definitely jumping out the be. fucking window. But, but I did she like she I really cold. listened to that a seat at the table project more than I listened to any Beyonce music ever. Yeah. That shit was hard. Yeah. I ain't I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm lemonade hard as fuck, bro. <laughs> I gotta re listen to it. I've been on that shit. Lemonade super hard, bro. But um, yeah. lemonade is hard, <laughs> and then that and that self titled Beyonce joint is hard. Them my favorite too. Uh, B day is hard. I don't know. Beyonce got jams, bro. But Solange, I know. I'm saying I listen to her music. That just that song, that album. I think it was just so good. Yeah, man. yeah. See that I, I really table, liked it. It's but... fire. But um, yeah, we was talking about this also. Um, and then the uh, I don't even know the name of the. I don't know if it was her first CD or what the little roll bounce looking CD she had. It yeah. was it was pretty fire too. Yeah, so. yeah. I went back and listened to to some other stuff too that I had, that I didn't catch. Yeah, and she been she been going hard for a minute. That's dope. She's just a different type of artist, mm-hmm. you know, from 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 Beyonce. But I I love the. I know they got some in the in the chain. Yeah, they got they got. They just let us I mean, and she's. They just uh, let us uh, They say she wrote. A couple of her songs, Solange wrote a couple of Beyonce songs. I forgot which ones, but so I mean, I'm yeah. sure they they got some. Hey, somebody send us some information on that. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't know much about it, but I, I like to learn. That should be tight. Yeah, um, we talked about Meek Mill. Did you get a chance to really like listen to that that Stay Woke track? I know he performed it at the BET Awards. I think that was a that was one of the the moments people liked the most. Uh, during the awards, I don't really watch. I'm not really that into. I watched it, but I'm not really that into award shows. But did you, how did you feel about it? I'm, it our first track for Meek Mill after you know all this shit is kind of true. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was dope. Um, I kind of expected him to be, you know, rapping about stuff like that. So I guess it's 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 cool. Um, yeah, it's, he does, I can't he, really does he have to have to assume this new role or like. I nah, he don't he have to. His platform too. He's using his platform. Do we want to hear that Meek Mill? Or do you want to hear? What, what? I, I mean, me personally, I don't want to hear that Meek Mill. Nah, hell no. Nah. Um, but I get it, and I'm not mad at. Like, I can't say nothing bad about it. And then he can rap. Like, I ain't. Like, I can't say that I've heard a trash verse from Meek Mill ever. Really, you know, I don't listen yeah. to him enough. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. like, um, I don't know. I I personally, nah, I don't want to hear that. But. At the same time, I get it. So I'll let let me ask you this. So it's kind of hard for me to say anything bad about this track, you know, the dreams and that nightmares track. But I'm like, I need him to get a couple more like super hard bangers because them be the only moments that he have, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, every, every time he pulling up, you know, that shit go crazy in the club. You go to the club, they play that shit. Everybody know it. The whole club stopped. Well, I don't like, know not one time. word to this. Man, <laughs> man, I know a couple words. You know, I know a little of. I don't even. But you know, it's hard to say. Any, you can't really say nothing bad about the track. It's it's the, probably the hardest intro song ever. <laughs> okay. You don't think so? Well, Ludacris what? got harder intros in, that, in my opinion. Oh nah, man, well, I'm mean, saying like standing test of time. No, I, ain't I mean, saying, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I yeah, I agree with that. Like, it's the most popular for sure. Yeah, definitely. The hardest may be debatable. Yeah. Um but yeah, I wanna And it's on some real shit. Niggas gonna be talking shit. I say ludicrous. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this nigga said ludicrous. <laughs> you got what's up? What what track was it, bro? We gotta be 
They're gonna have to go be able to go listen to it. Well, I just put a nigga some smooth out my ass. <laughs> he said, Look at that. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that, bro. That's like staying type of behavior, bro. What? When you get to just saying shit just to say it. Man, listen. You know, I, I know what the uh, podcast cover should be for this week. You know that nigga nah, nah, that nah. was looking at the. <laughs> nah, not him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the 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 picture of the, the nigga trying to explain himself to a brick wall? I don't know if I seen that. You seen it. I probably didn't see it, but. I'm gonna have to look that up. Send it to that's me. what we need. So that's that's what the co- that's what the cover needs to be. That's that's how it is trying to talk to a drink friend. Ain't gonna lie, we but we ain't gonna go back into that. We gonna just leave that where it's Man, at. Listen. But send me that cover, and then I think if 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 it's how you describe it, I think it may be very fit. <laughs> listen, I'm telling. You. <laughs> it don't make um, no sense. Did you get a chance to look at um? XXX Tentacion Savage. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, that was about to be the turning point, bro. She said, it's Demetrius said it, bro. Like, well, I said, I said this video was gonna be the turning point for him, but like, she, she really said, like, he was about to get Drake out of here, and he was, he relates to way more. This nigga has the potential to have way more fans than Drake, cause he relates to white people better too. Like yeah. it's it was it's crazy. So like this video, because he was doing like rock music. Too, yeah, though. hell yeah, and doing and like good. Like yeah, he was doing. The um, music. but this video was based because I kind of I started following him, you know, a couple months ago. So I I ain't gonna say I've been on him, but you know, a lot of niggas really just now hearing about him now that he died or whatever like that. Um, and so I kind of could tell that. You know, because when I first started following him, I can tell that he was kind of starting to, I guess, so-called get it, you know, and trying to clean it up a little bit. And uh, and I think this video, he was kind of showing everybody else that, hey, like, I get it. Like, I'm, you know, I'm killing the, you know, I'm getting rid of the old me and, like, I'm, I'm ready to, to start new. And so I don't know if that's what... I don't know if that would have turned into, you know, him, you know, turning his life around and changing for the better. It could have just been a, a troll. I don't know. But, like, to me, it kind of seemed like that was going to be the turning point where people really, you know, started, you know, rocking with him. And, you know, I don't know. But that yeah, was going to be I mean, the start of his, you know, his his climb to the top, i say. Yeah, man. I I think I think that's definitely true. I watched it and it was like so timely, but it, it was crazy because they had recorded that probably maybe like I don't know maybe a few months ago. I think the the guy JMP had recorded it. I met him a couple times through a uh, Rob. That's one of his homies. But um, I guess they recorded it a few months back. But it was crazy the timing of it all. And then I was watching some. I guess when uh, academics was. Uh, interviewing him and he was saying like that was him the, when he did that whole crazy shit when he like made took his eyebrows off and shit like that was looking like a super saiyan yeah and he was like people was in love with that that mug shot of him with the different two different color hair yeah and that that image of it the, he said the beauty of it or something like that 
And he said he made himself ugly on purpose so they would see him, try to see him in a different light. That was like the beginning of him trying to like transition into a new person, yeah. you know. And then the, the the video obviously was him beating that person up and giving them the fuck up out of yeah. Um But it, I think definitely, uh, it was definitely a deep video. And but he he is kind of known for that. I don't even know how many he got like two videos that I know of that I've yeah seen. I haven't seen both many of them have. Videos. I think it was, it was only two that I've seen, but both JMP did both of them, and both of them had like was like really good as far as not a regular video, mm -hmm. and he created, directed a lot of it and stuff like that. So he was just like a rare mind, to be honest. You know the way that he did stuff, the the level of detail, um, in, in the way that he delivered his music and and in his, and in his message. I just think that you know it's sad that we we ain't get to you know continue to see his his story unfold. Man, I know because um, who this a this a topic because I feel like he was really gonna get Drake out of here, bro. That's like bothering me. <laughs> who that's a new topic? Who who gonna get Drake out of here now? I mean, six leg. No, nah, I, I mean, it ain't it. nobody. I don't think, <laughs> I don't know that, I can't necessarily agree that he was going to get him out of there. I think he was going to be big. Um, I don't know if his mission would have been specifically to get him out I mean, I'm not saying get him he out could, of there. I'm just saying, He had know, the potential to be a very big artist. Though. I feel like he would he would have replaced him as that nigga on top. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I think I definitely think he had the, I he think had he had the potential, potential to be the, to. Next, the next biggest artist of his, of his generation. I would consider him to be a new generation. Yeah. He, he was definitely on the path to being the best artist of his generation. Yeah, and I'm not just saying you know? that because I think X is that good. I'm saying that because I just feel like Drake is kind of like he just staying the same. I don't want to say he trash. I don't know. I'm just scared well, to he, say he trash, but just know deep down, <laughs> that's what the fuck I want to say. But <laughs> like he just, to me, I just kind of feel like, you know, it's a combination of the two. I'm not just saying, oh, X is that good that he was just going to get Drake out of here. I just feel like Drake was kind of slipping anyway. And X is good yeah. good enough and relate and relatable enough to where he, he could do it. I feel like he would have Well, I mean, right, rightfully so. I mean, as, you know, he gets older, I think. Well, the interesting thing, I'm going to say this, I guess I got two, two things that I want to say. What I was going to say was that as Drake gets older, you know, obviously he'll start to you know, maybe start expanding itself in the acting, probably do less music and shit like that. Um, and so it's going to be room for other people to kind of take that top spot. But I think the, as I was thinking about that, the other interesting thing is because we're in this whole new like streaming era, how, you know, the, the extent into which people can be on top probably is extended because my generation, I'm going to be streaming music for the, for the, for them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for the foreseeable future. Happen, I don't know, for the foreseeable future. <laughs> so I'm still going to be listening to the shit I like. And so it gives, I think, artists an, uh, a chance to kind of have a longer lifespan, which usually they'll call a nigga old when you get to 40, but now we seeing 40-year-old rappers still on, still yeah. making a big splash. Popping up. You know? And so the generations is kind of growing with the music, which I think is interesting. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think know, that's cool. Think, but, yeah. you know, I, I, I feel like maybe I just want it to happen, but I feel like he would you know, he would have got the nigga out of there. Eggs would have put out like a, a, a fire ass album. And at the end of 2018, top of 2019, it would have been over with. Yeah, you think it would have happened that fast? Nah, not that fast, but that would have been the start of it. <laughs> yeah. Hit his head right in the jaw, had him stunned. 
uh oh. Maybe J maybe that'll, you know, push Drake. Like somebody actually, you know, hitting him with like some big time numbers or some shit. I don't know. You know, competition with numbers. I mean I guess Kendrick just, but I would, I Kendrick mean, in a different numbers, lane. People gonna beat his numbers, bro. I mean I know that I'm just saying, you know the like, numbers we don't know what's gonna happen. Like the numbers gonna go Yeah, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's hard some, to some, say some bro, that he can't blow the fuck out though. Like but it, it, I don't even think it's just him, bro. He got so much shit on his side. Yeah, like, I mean that's talking true. about the whole streaming. It's a whole different engine and a whole different initiative. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about something. They're gonna say I'm trying to make this nigga lose. <laughs> and I mean, I really that's exactly to, what you're trying to do. I am. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out, like, like, well, like, what's the case? Is if it's just gonna be a popularity contest forever? Like, he's a likable nigga, I guess. Like, do we just have to get tired of him? Like what the fuck well, happens if we just keep putting our energy in? If that's what is going on, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, we don't really have no control over that because I think the the vast. Majority I mean, I know we don't, group, but what the fuck happens? Well, I'm just saying nobody. It's just uh, the vast majority of listeners is like group think, bro. So they just listen to whoever the popular, most popular person is. Just like that's crazy. You, when a song go number one, everybody know it. Like the Black Beatles shit. Like I see people dancing and shit. That would never listen to this, but when the song go number one, it has reached such a wide base, and they told you this is the most popular song that people like automatically like it now, you know. And so, I don't know if we can ever stop it to be honest, but, but I think you know, you just gonna have you got the power to listen to what you want to listen to. So I mean, I do, but god damn, all it does is hurt it hurts you being able to have a uh, to be able to critique it because all people gonna do is just send you the numbers, yeah, <laughs> and so then you can't, you can't. You can't get, have no critiques. Of this guy. They gonna... <laughs> um, kind of the next thing, uh, we saw the news that the Grammy Grammys is expanding the nomination pool, I think, from five to eight. Yeah. Um, I think this, I'm not sure. I didn't read the full article to understand why they was doing it. Uh, I'm you just saying they're trying to make people happy. Um, basically, yeah, try to make more people happy. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. Unless you know that Grammys really don't mean nothing, but hey, everybody won one anyway, just like me. So, but just so more people would just be able to say they Grammy. Yeah, them. just I yeah, I rather be able to say it sounds cool anyway. And I seen that they were invited. This wasn't specifically for the Grammy, so this this is off topic. I wouldn't say that, uh, but yeah. I think that that's is. I mean, it's a good thing that they're doing that. More people be Grammy nominated. Just being Grammy nominated opens up the do- the door for you to be able to do so many do things. Yeah, uh, I mean, luckily so nobody really you know cares that much because I think uh, you because you would think that it would kind of cheapen it. Like, oh, it was five people, now it's eight. So it's just like ah, they just letting anybody do it. But I think like as the years go by. Nobody really cares about how many people. I didn't even know it was five people nominated in the first place. So yeah, yeah I didn't know it was a no. I didn't know it was a, a specific number. Yeah, so that they, they voted on it, and it was just literally them getting together and saying these are the projects that we deem worthy. I didn't. Yeah, so I didn't realize people, it was just only five. More people being Grammy nominated. That'll be that'll be dope. That's cool. It don't mean yeah. nothing, but it sounds cool. I want to be Grammy nominated. Uh, Shit, me too. I'm about to just say it anyway. Fuck it. You got to put it in your bio, bro. That's all I'm going to do. 100000 for a feature. Yeah. Just run it like that. Um, Next thing, um, Ed Sheeran is being sued by the Marvin Gaye estate. 
over <laughs> I don't remember what song it was, but they saw like a like hundred million. Like a hundred million dollars or something. Yeah, I knew as soon as I heard it. <laughs> I knew a they, long they'll time be playing ago. about this shit. They got some long time ago. I mean, that's the same uh in the Marvin Gaze estate, they the same ones that sued um Pharrell. Mm -hmm. Robin Thick. And Robin Thick. For the song. What was what was song what song was that? Um, Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines, yeah. yeah them niggas don't, don't give a damn, damn, bro. They don't be playing. But the no thing game, about it was, get the money. thing about it is so I mean but, Okay, so first of all, reporters, they got to, like, chill with these headlines. And so it wasn't really Marvin, the Marvin Gaye estate. It was a co-writer. Uh -huh. And it wasn't even a co-writer. It was, like, a company that owned the co-writer's music. So basically what happened was the co-writer's co dead, but Ooh. his kids sued. Right. Okay. And then the company that owns all of the rights to his music, all of his the rights to his mu other music, including that too, they was trying to get in on it and they didn't. So when they got sued for a hundred million, the other time they got left out. So they was like, "Fuck it, we gonna sue <laughs> on our own." So that's what's going mm -hmm. on now, and it makes, and I mean it's clear as day what they talking about when they get to the hook, but it's just like. What was uh, I don't how can you s sue somebody for that? Like, like, what can what's original? Ain't nothing new under the sun, yeah. So, like, I think that was that was definitely the headline. It was like, there are only so many chord progressions and drum beats to go around. Like, how can you keep like, how do you keep suing people? <laughs> yeah, like, you can't for, sue for nobody it. for that. Yeah, that's a you know, it's just a business and people trying to. I don't know, I think that was always a bad a whole bad thing with the spaces like having to get clearance for these music the music uh, I think I was listening to J was it J. Cole when he said that when shit gets clear one time it should be clear for everybody yeah every every single time like you shouldn't have to keep going back yeah, that's like every weird. time something's clear it should be clear for everybody to then use it and you just get to keep you know, getting they borrow they borrow from somebody and some and that person borrowed from somebody and it's just really all about the creativity at the end of the day. Yeah. And so, I mean, but, it, you know, the music, the, the shit is still a business. And when niggas is making so much money off this music shit, billions and billions of dollars, you know, I guess you can't really blame people for trying to get shit, trying to get their they bags. I mean, yeah, I feel them, but shit. But at the end of the day, like, the fans, you know, and the, the art form as a whole kind of suffering from it. Yeah, it definitely is, man. Um, because... I promise when I put my first album on Apple Music, I'm just going to get sued. I ain't trying to clear shit. <laughs> you don't have to sue me. I hope I get sued. That means I'm getting some Nah, man, listen. Whoever, whoever listened to this and decided to be your future manager, I'm pretty sure that they ain't going to let that happen. Listen, <laughs> if we getting sued, I'm getting some looks. I don't give not one day. Then you got to get you gotta get your bread up. And they sue you for a hundred million, you lose that. You said you ain't gonna never make no money. I ain't got a hundred million. Sue me. It don't matter. You ain't gonna never have me. Even if you get, <laughs> if you get looks, they gonna, shit, they gonna eat on everything that you make. Boy, you ain't lying. That'll be a mistake. Boy, it's still um, going on there. Sue me. What's happening? <laughs> sue me. <laughs> um, we had two other topics to talk about. I don't know if do we care about talking about this uh NFL suspension policy. I know I see nope. some things. I don't even know what it about is. Jameis with 
It was like Jameis Winston got suspended for like three games. Yo, he and tripped. then I seen, I seen, I seen for like sexually assaulting a uh, Uber driver or some shit. Yeah, he tripped. And I had what it made me put it on there was that I saw uh, a thing about all the people that got suspended, mm-hmm. and the nigga, it was people that sexual assault, domestic violence was all. It was all these things, and they got like one game, three game, five game, and the nigga who. Like one game, damn, my bad, somebody called me. It was like one game, five games, three games, but the nigga who was smoking weed was the only nigga that got suspended for the whole season. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like. I mean, first of all, it, you know, they don't give a damn about what you did. They care about who you are. So all the niggas and, you know, people that they don't like or, you know, people that they don't like, they ain't got no relationship to with the owner or, or nothing like that. Or if you smoking weed, they don't care who you is. You like you gone. They just, they old and white. They don't, they think weed is illegal, whatever, whatever. So if you smoking weed, you, you out of there for sure. For sure. Uh, Tom Brady, how many games he get? Four games for, uh, deflating them balls. Like, yeah, that was just the NFL being mad. Uh, on, and I think, you know, they just really like Jameis Winston. So he only got three games because they just really like him, even though he he deserved – I don't know. That nigga really needs to be in jail somewhere. That boy's nasty. <laughs> like that. And that don't even make no sense, bro. Like, what make you think that you could go and just touch on the Uber driver, bro? That's weird, bro. Yeah, man. I don't know what's wrong with dudes, bro. They, they just creeps, bro. And I don't know. It seems yeah, like man. niggas is still losers no matter how much money you get. It don't change your character. Yeah, bro. Like, that's – yeah, bro. Like, I, I don't know. This, this The the me – between, like, the Me Too movement and, like, You should know, like, like all this. of this should be all living at this point. It was never right. But at this point, you seeing all these cases. You know niggas bro, ain't, you know they ain't standing for this shit. It, yeah, too. it's like – it's weird <laughs> what these niggas are doing out here, bro. I ain't I ain't going to lie. I didn't know. I ain't know it was like that. But I don't I know. Niggas, you know, they, 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 I'm sorry. I believe yeah, y'all. <laughs> these niggas yeah. are tripping. But niggas always been weird and creeps, bro. Weirdos. I mean, with any nigga that is still crab crab legs, man, <laughs> gotta be got a grocery store. You know, he on another level. You gotta be on high alert. That nigga will definitely touch a titty, <laughs> but that's not <laughs> Don't right. Don't fuck bro. it up. It's not. It's definitely not right. <laughs> that's not fucking right, bro. I don't get it. Like, um, somebody was telling me about somebody else that just like was like. Groping on them and shit, like grabbing on their titties and ass. It's just like, bro, what's wrong with niggas? Like, I get it. I get why women don't like us, bro. Fuck it. Yeah, that shit. That shit, man. Weird, bro. It's a, it's offensive. Niggas just feel like they got the right to, to do whatever they want to do. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's, yeah, it's, niggas ain't going for that shit, though, bro. That shit, it's a, it's a dub on that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, um, I don't give a fuck about the NFL. I'm probably not gonna watch this shit this yeah, year. Yeah, I'm definitely not watching that shit this year after. All this shit just transpired. I don't like the way that they handle nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, that's 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 real as hell. Because I don't either. In the NFL, like, I don't even feel like it's gonna be around too much longer. To be honest, I don't nah, know if it's man, gonna be five years, is, ten years. Shit gonna it, because it's just gonna be one of those sports that in the future is not gonna be here. Yeah, man, uh, my just, nigga Cam Chancellor just retired. That nigga's scared. Like he asking like for prayers and shit on Twitter because like he don't know like if he gonna be straight after you know. 
you know, for the rest of his life with brain damages and all that different type of stuff, like, it's, it's over with, bro. Like, I don't even – I don't like football. I mean, football is a dope game. Don't get me wrong. I, I like football, um, but I don't like it enough to, you know, these hard hits and stuff today look like they cringeworthy now, bro. Like yeah. stuff we used to go and look up on YouTube. Like, I can't even watch that mess no more. Nah, bro, this, this is like – the only thing worse than watching that is watching Deontay Wilder fight a nigga in heavyweight. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> lord, yeah. I bro, mean, but that shit, that shit is gruesome. <laughs> yeah, bro. that's what I'm saying. So like, I just I don't know, bro. Football. I mean, NFL. They just just a bunch of old racist ass white men. And I, like you can't help. That I mean, they can't help it. Like they was born in the what. 20s and 30s and shit. So, yeah. like, they, it's kind of the era. We just got to wait for them niggas to die out and usher in the new era. I don't know. Maybe flag football will be exciting. I, I guess. I don't know. I seen that one of them New York owners was putting a couple teams up for sale. For real? Yeah, I don't remember who it was. But then I just seen somebody tweet Diddy. It was like, Diddy, get on it. It was like the Knicks and somebody else, to be honest. It was like yeah. a football team, too. The Knicks definitely need new management. They super suck. Trey, Trizad. Mm-hmm. You got to add a little effect to that. Man. Um, That's a good segue to, like, I guess our last topic. Uh, and that's just kind of this NBA offseason. Shit, you know, shit is turning up right now. Yes, uh, sir. We talked about it. No, 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 no. Before we get into that, before we get into that, let's, let's start with y'all. Who is y'all? Oklahoma City, unless unless we off there. I mean, we can't talk about it. For me, I told you, I, I tweeted this. I, I think I'm gonna exercise my fan option this year. Man, know, listen, I've been so, loyal. I've been I think loyal it's dope, long. bro, that he came back, and you know he fucking with Russ, you know. But let let's let's try to play psychiatrist. Why why the fuck did he do that? Because that's what then that's why I was upset. That's a hell of a reason. I was upset because I feel like he did that as a as a scapegoat, bro. So he don't have no pressure to win, <laughs> you know. Because really, <laughs> you know, who who he beat? Pissed off. They ain't do nothing. He was calling himself playoff P. All of this shit. What if? And I feel like niggas give Russ a lot of flack, but you can't replace the heart that that nigga got. Niggas don't be showing up, bro. What if he feels okay? One thing, and I mean that could be true. I wasn't looking at it from that angle, but that could be true. But what if he is like one of those type of people? He don't want to like disappoint nobody or let nobody down, and he <laughs> and he feel like he was like, man, damn, I'm gonna be just like KD if I leave this nigga. I don't think I don't think he could compare himself to KD because him KD and Russ had played together for like what four or five years, and longer than that, that, like eight, eight <laughs> years. Okay, um, and on top of that, the, the when KD left, the timing of it all, he went to go to a team that they had up, you know, that they was up on three to one, and he didn't show up those last games and they lost it, and then he went and joined them. So I think KD was just—I don't think he could ever be compared to KD in the, in the first season. fucking round. But they lost in the first round. But they—it was a number of reasons. Like we still ain't have a lot of pieces. You know, the team just wasn't as good. 
But yeah. I don't know. I, just, I mean, I but was unexcited. Were... I was unexcited by the news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was shocked. I'm 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 personal. I think I'm glad that he stayed. Just he said he didn't even take a meeting with the Lakers. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> bro, that's your hometown. It's the Lakers. Like, I'm pretty sure he knew Brown was going. Like, you know, I mean, but maybe maybe he didn't want to, you know, play under LeBron, you know, the whole time. He felt like him and Russ had a better chance of, you know, at least, you know, getting getting that one extra piece or one or two extra pieces here and there and, you know, knocking somebody off. Uh, I I don't know. Hey, like nobody's beating the Warriors. I see the vision. Yeah, I mean, especially now. I think right as we was fucking queuing this goddamn podcast, so we got the news that my Warriors have done it again. The Marcus Cousins has joined the Warriors, and it's it's at this point I'm like, how did these niggas keep getting better? <laughs> I don't know. I can't and, quite put my finger on it. And Cousins, uh, he coming off a pretty bad injury. So mm-hmm. we don't really know what we're going to see from him. But he was arguably the best center, the most dominant center in the league. Yeah. Well, I I guess they got uh, Andy, Andy Davis is technically a center. But, yeah, he's day one and two, and they change every night. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, I don't know. Um, I guess look, – look, well, First of all, how do you feel about his decision to go to Golden State? He's a great Listen, player. I can't be mad at nobody for going to Golden State after KD win. Ah, uh, I get it though. I mean, I just as mad as I am at KD at this point, that's the worst thing that could happen. Anybody else is going, I get it. Like, just go at this point. They need to just <laughs> cancel the whole fucking NBA and start over and have a. A fantasy Man, draft. That shit is about to be. They do. That's I'm playing literally playing 2K right now. Fantasy draft. It is way yeah, but they, need to, they need to just do this. I think it's gonna have to get to that point and we might see the first the first <laughs> point where they they have to just cancel this shit, bro, and, and start over. Uh I don't know. Listen, up. bro, the only reason why I ain't tripping because nothing's changed. No, nobody the, I mean, the Warriors, that's it. I mean, but the Warriors had won a championship in the 70s, but they relatively knew as far as winning championships around here. But, like, they've won, like, four or five in their history. The Lakers, which is probably, what, like, the second or third team in the West now, like, they won, like, 17. And Boston, who's one of the best teams in the league now and definitely in the East, they won like 17, 18 or something. You just, you just said in, in the grand scheme of things, the ain't, nothing really ain't nothing really changing. Like, so, like, that's that's the reason, like, I feel like, all right, well, it, it would be one thing to me if, to be honest, I really don't know what would make me lie. Like, it's, it's, it's just fun to watch. Like, I always like watching the All-Star game. So, this is, like, a competitive version of the All-Star game every night, except for the fact that it is extremely one-sided. But, I mean, hey, they they NBA players, too. So, I mean, maybe something can happen. I mean, you know they're not going to be – they're not going to be 82 and 0. So, shit, I just want to see. I don't know. That's the excitement well, of it for me now. Right, well, who can you know, we know things? that Cousins is kind of problematic. Hopefully they can keep their locker room Dude, they are together. Cool. I think they they gonna they gonna figure it out. 
I can't see why they wouldn't figure it out. Well, I can see Um, him and Draymond Green fighting. Who winning? Man, I think fucking Cousins will watch Draymond. (laughs) Beat the brakes Um, off that nigga. Yeah, so I, I mean, we got the news yesterday that LeBron was going to the Lakers. You know, I was take, I text everybody. I had people sending me their jersey sizes. It was crazy. Boy, everybody was <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, but then today, then today, this news is out. You know, maybe more impactful than LeBron even going to the Lakers was now Cousins doing it. Because right when you was thinking like, oh, here he comes, Damn. and they making their plays, mm-hmm. then you get this news. Cause so the only thing that's gonna be bigger is Kawhi go to the Lakers, which that we know that's just where he want to go. But can he? Can they figure is, it is out? Is that gonna be bigger? I mean, that'll they be got the next biggest moment. That'll be a big NBA moment. Players. Yeah, I'm, what I'm saying is that'll be a big a big moment. Oh yeah, and then people will be like, "Yo, they're gonna be at it." But I don't know what other piece LeBron can get. What um, now? He can't get not now piece. Kawhi, I don't know. It ain't nothing else available. Ain't nothing. Yeah. Ain't nothing out there. But do you think? Why do you think LeBron chose to go to the Lakers? My theory before all of this was that he had to jump out first, and that was more like branding from his man, from his team, mm-hmm. so he didn't look like KD. And so I feel like he made the decision first. But I felt, and I felt like Cousins and Kawhi was coming right after. Nah, that, he was gonna get I, those. I don't think that was the case because I think it was like understood that LeBron wasn't going anywhere without that didn't have a team already established. It was news to everybody else. It was news to pretty much the whole world when LeBron came out and said, hey, y'all don't have to rush and put a team together for me. Like, I'm not here for that. This is the long plan. And me personally, like, I don't feel like this was a basketball move at all. His kids, well, like a business. This is a business. Yeah, this is a business and family move. He asked his he asked his wife and kids. He was just like, "Yo, um, I'm not staying in Cleveland. We're leaving. Do you want to go to Philly or do you want to go to L.A.? They live in L.A., so I feel like his family chose L.A. He, of course, that's where he's gonna go for the business move. And like you know, the Lakers don't have a terrible roster, and they you know they got some flexibility. So um, I, I just feel like, you know, like I said, it was news to me that he said, you know, don't have to worry about getting nobody because I felt like, all right, if he's going, then DeMarcus Cousins is definitely going. And as a matter yeah. of fact, when people was uh, reporting that DeMarcus Cousins signed to the Warriors, um, uh, I think it was just reporting that he had signed a deal, but it didn't have a team. And everybody thought that that was the Lakers because – why would LeBron go back to the Lakers if they didn't have no – if, like, he didn't already know something? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like how Max yeah. Johnson was talking all that shit. Like, when the reporter asked him, like, is there any pressure to land somebody? And Magic Johnson was like, nigga, I'm Magic Johnson. And I was like, all right, nigga, you better do something. Like, but then I thought about it, like, okay, he knows something. You know what I'm saying? And that nigga had LeBron in his back pocket the whole time. But the expectation is going to be winning, you know. I mean, of course they, they want to compete. Of uh, course, but you got LeBron James. You don't have to rush to his center, center. Put the you got LeBron James, but with the cast they got now, they got what Rondo, Kuzma, Ball, Lonzo Ball. I mean, um, so I think they got Les. I think they put, they got a whole bunch of young, a young. Yeah, players. of course. What's the other Ingram, um, and Javale McGee. I, so I, I mean, yeah, I think. They definitely – Lance Stevenson, KCP, uh, JaVale McGee, yeah, that, that sounds 
ridiculous now that these niggas got DeMarcus Cousins. It's like, but, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not beating them right now. <laughs> like, you're not beating them right now regardless. They not – I don't even think – I don't want them to say that this is like a wasted season, but it's kind of like a wasted season and as messed up as it may be because you're really going to be gunning for a championship in LeBron, like, 17th season. But, like, I think next year is really just going to be a wash unless they figure out a way to convince the Spurs to give them Kawhi. And I think Kawhi is going to end up going to Philly. But I don't know. Maybe Magic Johnson knows something we don't know. Because so that's crazy. How long can these these warriors really dumb forever? But you know, can it will that team stick together? Or are they gonna go get their bread? No, the Marcus Cousins is definitely they, going they to get can't his pay bread. everybody like Clay, like Clay. That he's what he signed a one year deal. The Marcus, yeah, Cousins? he signed for the mid level, so he only getting paid five mil this year. So I is this is a one year deal, and what's gonna happen is he's gonna go somewhere else. And get the max. He got his ring. He gonna go to bum fucking stand. He don't really care. He gonna get him a ring and go get the most money he can. Or okay. he's going to really jail with Golden State and then stay there. And then they gonna get rid of somebody else, either Clay or Draymond. That's what I feel like gonna yeah. happen. Drake Clay gonna be a free agent next year. Uh, and Draymond already that, said, that, but that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, at, at what point do the niggas get tired of winning? They like, yo, I gotta get a bag. But Clay, because they can't <clears> afford <throat> to like keep paying. All Man, Clay really, bro. Have you seen this nigga, bro? He don't care. Like, he already wrecked <laughs> out. Like, he wrecked the hell out anyway. His daddy got bread. He got that Chinese bag from Anta. Like, they love him in China. He didn't already say it, bro. I really don't care about making NBA money. I'm just trying to run championships. I keep playing and win 13 if I can. So, like, I really don't think he going nowhere. But, like, I think it'll be Draymond. Draymond said he want the max. He already said he want the max. So, if you got to choose between Boogie Cousins and Draymond, they would probably choose Draymond. But I wouldn't be surprised if they chose Boogie Cousins because like he's just a whole different monster, especially if he jail right. But he had I feel like at this point the decision he made was a one year because he coming out there. Yeah, of course it's and, a proven it. it's so a proven deal. That he got to prove he got to prove that and he'll get the max if he can prove that he can come back from that. Yeah, which uh, so he he kind of was in a position where he had to take. Take that little mid level. No, I don't think he had to. Somebody would have gave it to but him. I think somebody would have paid I think him, the Lakers would have paid him and just and you know took took that gamble because you know they the Lakers. And if it don't work out, then you can just say. But I said he at the in the long run he would have lost money though. You think about like PG. Somebody I was watching ESPN and the the one guy he was mad. He was like PG really loved he loved the Pacers, which lost in the first oh, round. Oh yeah, yeah. And he could have got two hundred and twenty million only to sign a. Oh no, he can end up getting like deal, and he lost like seventy though. million dollars. He said he lost like basically they said he lost like seventy million dollars through those through those decisions. Yeah. I mean that's cool. But like, I feel like I mean, but it's like I mean seventy million. That's a lot of. Money. I know, but maybe because I'm. You, know, you can't just make up like, that. I just like <laughs> okay, bro. Like I'm not saying I would turn down seventy million because that's a lot of money, but like. I can't sit up here and say that I don't understand at all how a nigga can choose 
220 million over 290 million. Like, I get that. Like, 220 million is a lot of fucking money, bro. Like, he good. <laughs> so, like, you know, if he wanted to stay there and play with his dog because he felt like, you know, maybe he let him down, like, they could have. They could have did better than getting put out in the first round, you know, and, you know, we can try to go for it here. Like, now that we got two of us, maybe, you know, that'll help get us a, a free agent or something like that now. Nah, bro, they got to get the They got to get Melo the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, Melo got to get out of here, but, like, he had no choice but to opt in, bro. Like, that's $28 million. I'm not leaving $28 million on the table anyway, especially if I know I'm not worth it. Well, he know he ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I get it. I mean, Shit, y'all just, niggas trash. We trash too. But just who? I, who is we, bro? I'm a Miami. You, I'm a Miami you, fan. You, but like, you just gotta adapt with the time. But Dub Nation, baby, what's happening, bro? But this is a little different. Bro. I guess I don't know. For y'all, y'all like like LeBron and D, you know D Wade on this way out. Yeah, I mean, but uh, we bro. got we only been around since we lost. 80s. We, had, we lost two. We lost two MVPs, bro. Yeah, man, D Wade should have had over an MVP. 14, but it's all good. We lost two MVPs over over fourteen million dollars. Yeah, bro. And it should just I don't know, that's just hard. It's a tough pill to swallow. Oh, man, listen, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I'm not sure why. Well if we would have kept that team together, we it arguably wouldn't be no uh this Warriors dynasty. This Warriors run wouldn't even be. A real thing. We would have kept that team together. Nah, definitely not. So but those are the things. Those are the decisions that shift the league. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, but it ain't. Dub Nation, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> man, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting, man. You know, I'm going to exercise my fan option. So I'm just waiting to see how everything plays. Wait, waiting on what? I'm just waiting to see what Ain't no more going. I come to the dark. I'm side. definitely not going to be. I'm not going to be no Warriors fan. I will. I'm going to go to the next fun <laughs> Damn, man. That's, that's really the reality. I mean, hey, it is what it is. And these GMs feel the same way I do. So, like, why would why would I go and make all these rash decisions trying to win now when I'm not going to win now, no matter what I do? Ain't no more players you gotta left. You got to just sit You got to let it ride. AD there. ain't going nowhere. He the only nigga you can call right now. <laughs> Answer to Kumbo ain't going nowhere. You can wait on Kyrie and see what Kyrie do. Yeah, Kyrie, man. But I, I mean, what about? Let's. What about um Chris Paul? We can go back to Kyrie, but what about Chris Paul finessing them? Finessing, yeah. Crazy, bro. He about this nigga ain't been hurt every playoff. <laughs> he ain't never made it to a playoff. Boy, finesse guy, like it's crazy, and he the one facilitated the deal for like everybody. Like, yeah, you know, he the president of the Players Association and shit. So, yeah, like, exactly. he negotiated that shit and took advantage of it. I mean, he didn't – he I, I don't even think he took the whole max, but he's still getting close to 40 or getting 40. Or maybe he yeah, did man. take the whole max. I don't know, but – That nigga finesse in the rock. Finesse guy. They, they got rid of a reason. They need a couple – But I'm not going to lie, bro. That nigga worth every dollar, but – I mean, I ain't going to say every dollar, but, man – if he can't, if he can't stay on the floor, he can't be worth thirty dollars. Yeah, but when he, he on the floor, he he definitely worth it. When he on the floor, you can't. It's hard to replace him. Man. If he can't, if the nigga can't stay on the floor, man, in these in these moment pivotal moments. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, yeah. So I I don't know, man. NBA. 
NBA offseason is, is definitely definitely cracking. I'm I'm feeling like uh my Warriors are gonna be all right. Um, holding down the fort until Pat Riley get his shit together. Yeah. Shit, man. I think that kind of does it. I think this we can wrap this we can wrap this thing up. Yeah, man. Um, episode four, cooking with high grease. Hope you enjoyed it.